Hey, hey guys, it is Dominique again, and I am back with another episode of the Wise Words Podcast. First of all, let me just say you guys are amazing. Thank y'all so much for your support and love that you continue to show the show, you know. <laughs> I see a show to show, but y'all get what I'm saying. I mean, last week's episode was so popular and I am still hearing great things about it. So thank you guys for sending your messages and, you know, your posts and everything else that you're doing to give feedback. Don't forget to rate it, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Give it a five-star rating and also leave a review. I'm always curious to see, you know, what you guys are thinking and what you guys want to see, what you guys love about it. It's just always so encouraging. So I just want to thank you guys for your support, man. And we have another guest on this episode. However, this guest, (laughs) I laugh because this guest is very, very close to me. This guest is somebody who has known me my entire life. Literally, she gave me life. (laughs) So uh, we're hitting on a topic today that I have really noticed in both the Christian, you know, walk as well as in mental health. I think it's something that's really important, something that really needs to be discussed and talked about. So we are definitely going to dive straight into this topic. And I hope that you guys really get some insight, you know, from it, not just from my perspective as a young woman, but even from my mom's perspective as an older woman. So, all right, let's do it. Hi, baby girl. (laughs) All right. We got you rocking and rolling now. So, welcome to the podcast. How does it feel? Oh, I'm a little excited to actually be able to join and record on your Wise Word podcast. That's good. That's good. I just know that technology, whew, I had some in my notes, but yeah, technology can kind of be weird, but I actually like that you can actually invite people with a link. And, you know, just join and do the podcast from this way. Since we aren't in the same place together, I just think it's really cool. And so I'm really excited to have you on today because I have already done the introduction and just kind of gave the audience, you know, a gist of what we're talking about today. Because we're talking about parent-child relationships, specifically the mother-daughter relationship and how it's important. And so from a therapist standpoint, it's really important because of attachment styles and relationships and how you view the world, how you view yourself. But I'm really interested to give the the people not only my perspective, but your perspective because you're older than me and I'm young. So we can hit on both demographics and see, okay, this is what my thought is. This is what her thought is. So first of all, we'll just start, (laughs) which you really don't have to introduce yourself because everybody knows like, hey, this is my mom. But you can just tell the people a little bit about yourself. Okay. I'm Carla Walker. Um, and as you all know, I am Dominique's mother. She is Ooh. my only daughter. Um, One I only. am a certified uh, pharmacy technician, have been for a few years. Um, I am a woman of faith. Um, I do um, have a strong belief in the word of God. Um, and just a regular ordinary mom and grandma and, and that that is the highlight of my life I enjoy being a mom and a grandma and she's the best you guys <laughs> one of the well best, thank you <laughs> one of the best moms has ever did it 
and maybe I'm biased. Well, I know I am biased, but that's just me speaking on my, you know, experience. If you ask my siblings, they'll say the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. just a really sweet woman, and she's hilarious too. She might not show it <laughs> on today's episode. We might see it. She might give us a little bit of it, but we don't know yet. But mama, what we'll do is what I before we jump into the real meat of the questions, I want you to kind of describe me in your relationship to the people as far as like a mother-daughter relationship oh sure um the dynamic of our relationship honestly dominique is a daddy's girl and we'll just we'll we'll just put that out there (laughs) um however um i remember even before dominique was conceived i had my two boys and i kept saying i want a girl and i kept saying I want one girl, Lord. And I remember even praying, you know, Lord, when you bless me, I need you to bless me with one daughter and I need her to be everything that I'm not. And I need her to be wise and I need her to be smart. And, you know, even when I was saying these prayers at a young age, not even thinking this stuff was going to even come to pass. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you grow up in the church, you know, they always teach you to pray. So I would always talk about how I wanted, you know, my daughter to look. You know, so um, with that being said, I do honestly feel like the reason we have such a great mother-daughter relationship is because I set the foundation putting God at the head of it before she was ever conceived. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. But just to talk about like in my perspective of the relationship. So, yes, what my mom said is true. Daddy's girl, of course. And I mean, I think that's what every daughter Every daughter typically looks for, longs for, you know, dad's affection and relationship. It's just kind of a dynamic that comes with parenting. And then, of course, the, the boys, the sons, they're more attached to their moms. However, guys, I can say that as I got older, I would say that my view of my mother changed. I no longer saw her as this woman who was always telling me what to do and ruining my fun or not letting me do it or not letting me do stuff as a teenager. Because that's what you think when you're a teenager, you're like, Man, I can't wait till I, you know, become an adult. I can do my own thing. I ain't got to abide by these rules no more because I don't live with her. I saw my mom more as a human. I saw her as somebody who really does want the best for me. And sometimes that could look, you know, a different way than what I would expect it to look. And it kind of gave us some, so it it really gave both of us human qualities. We were able to kind of really relate to one another in different ways. So, knowing what my mom likes and what she doesn't like we we have opposites honestly like my mom loves loving hip-hop and the reality shows (laughs) and i'm not gonna watch them but it makes us unique as characters because now she'll tell me that something funny happened on the show and i'm gonna laugh because i'm gonna laugh regardless but we have our you know dynamics that make us different and unique and then I think that's what helps us have such an authentic relationship because we're not, we're literally not just two same people. Mm-hmm. We're like our own individual people and we learn each other as we get older, as she gets older and as I get older, we learn a little bit more about each other, which is a beautiful journey. Mm-hmm. And so the importance of the mother daughter relationship is because when you know you guys so of course here i go with my mental health spiel whenever we start interacting with parents we have attachment styles attachment styles that's when you're secure you can be anxious you can be avoided and that all depends on how the parent interacts with the child 
And so what people don't understand is the attachment styles, it shapes who you're going to be for the rest of your life. So like if you and the mom always have a secure attachment, that means that you'll never feel insecure when it comes to dealing with your mom or like wanting to talk to her or wanting to have that bond. When you have the avoiding attachment, which avoiding was a lot of people have, it's like either you're anxious, you really aren't sure about a relationship or you're going to avoid the person altogether. Mm-hmm. And so these attachment styles make a big impact on the mental health because if you are not able to even have a secure attachment with the person who raised you, you're going to have difficulty in, in any relationship or interaction that you have. And so, mom, my first question for you regarding like the mother daughter relationship is why do you think it's important? Um, well, and of course, you're going to go to the <clears throat> the therapy side and I'm going to go to the scripture because you know in Psalms 127 it speaks about children being a heritage and a reward Mm -hmm. and with you and and not just because you were my only daughter but I I considered it a blessing to be able to parent you Mm -hmm. um and the one thing that I thought was so important you know early on when you were coming up was she looks up to me. So everything that I say, everything that I do, you know, my actions, how I interact with other people, all this will mold her into the successful woman that she's, you know, that she'll, yeah. you know, end up being. And it'll help her even have success. It'll be essential, rather, for her having healthy relationship with other women. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I always thought, you know, as being your mom, and what's so important was I never wanted to break your spirit, mm-hmm. no matter even. And it wasn't hard parenting you even as a teenager, because you really just was not a bad teenager. You really weren't. But even if you did something, I always kept in the back of my mind, this is my baby. And mm-hmm. no matter if I got to chastise her or not, I'm never going to break her spirit. Because once you get into the dynamics of tearing down a daughter, or any child for that matter, then you're opening up another whole scenario of worms because, uh, or, you know, another whole can of worms because, mm-hmm. you know, now you got to deal with some other mental health stuff. So that's, to me, that's why I felt like it was just so important because I considered you a blessing. And even when I had to put on that mother's hat, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to figure out how to chastise her, but yet not break her spirit. Yeah. I absolutely agree. I do. Like it. Oh, I need my water. But anyway, it does make a difference, you guys, as far as like the mother daughter dynamic and how you look at the relationship. And I agree with my mom. Just her seeing me, that comes from the core belief of her knowing like this is my only daughter and not just the only daughter. I am like a specific prayer answer. (laughs) Like she was very Mm -hmm. specific on how she wanted me to look, how she wanted me to be. And even like she said, whenever y'all heard it from her mouth, I was not that bad of a teenager. So yeah, y'all keep that in your mind. <laughs> I was a good kid for the most part. You, but you really were. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I didn't make mistakes. I did have my hiccups, you know, but even with my hiccups, my mom was still looking at me with that, okay, you know what? She's my daughter. Like, and I cannot talk down to her I can't call out her name you know you see that a lot in today's some of these mother-daughter relationships and it's really heartbreaking it's heart-wrenching because they don't understand that that stuff really affects 
yes. how the daughter not only views herself, but it also, you guys, it's generational. So like even when she has a daughter, that stuff will trickle down unintentionally because that's what's been put in the spirit. Mm-hmm. So you really have to be mindful of like, why do you feel like your mother-daughter relationship is important? And this is for any young woman listening or any mother listening, like just always question that, like, okay, why is this relationship so important to me? If it's important to you and if you can view it in a positive mindset, then that's the first thing that you're going to need in order to cultivate it and do the things that you need to do to make sure it's healthy. So that means not calling each other out your name and cussing each other out and putting each mm-hmm. other business out there. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember this, Dominic, growing up, but I've always built you, you know, built you up. Like mm-hmm. I've always, you know, made sure you had a high self-esteem. You know, I always have told you things that you didn't like about yourself. Yeah, but you're still beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I spoke that into you because, mm-hmm. you know, it is important what our words mold and shape our children. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you, I've always been that person to tell you, okay, yeah, it may not look right to you, but you're still beautiful. Your skin may have a lot of different splotches in it, but you're still beautiful. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that growing up, but I did that a lot. I do remember it. And I, I think I, I remember it more when I was a teen than when I was a kid. Because when I was a kid, I was real independent. And I do remember that. Like, yeah. like I really didn't have a whole lot of interaction one because I was still a big daddy's girl and so he was more of who I clung to but also because you know everybody who doesn't know yes I am a twin and my twin is a boy so like Malik would cling more to mama and then I would cling more to dad and yes. so I was I, I became I just became independent like I really didn't talk to mom a lot or didn't need to like be up under her the way my brothers did I was just you know trying to I was an ambitious little thing I always had an ideal in my head but yeah but I definitely remember even mom would just call me that in general like hey beautiful and she still does it to this day (laughs) she doesn't do it like every single day but some days like if I call or like we're like sitting together or we're visiting she'll say hey beautiful like she just continues to say it and so it is it does make a big difference right, on those days yeah on those days where I don't feel as beautiful I'm like well I know my mom knows I'm beautiful and I always tell my mom the biggest thing I love about her is that she's my number one fan like literally my number one fan if nobody else listens to a podcast episode, she's going to miss it. <laughs> if nobody else show up to a pageant, she's going to be like, if, especially if she can travel, she's going to be there. Like she is my number one fan. Even if she don't know what I'm doing, she might not even understand what's happening, but she's like, all right, I'm there. Yeah. Or, you know, I support it and I'm proud of you. Or you, you go girl. Like she's going to be a cheerleader. And that is really, it. you don't know how much of a difference it makes until you receive it. And you're like, wow, I didn't know how much I needed until I got it. Yeah, because even when you're talking, half of the time, because you're so deep, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I'm just confident that, you know, you've been to school all those years. So I'm pretty confident that you know what you're talking about. I'm just lost. <laughs> She's like, I know what she's saying, good, but I don't know what she's saying, but I'ma listen. <laughs> I'ma listen and I am gonna clap for her. That's but that y'all, that really is an important dynamic of you know a mom daughter mom daughter relationship as well as a son father relationship. Like you should be supportive of your kids. And so that kind of leads me into the next question is mom, what do you feel like causes a strain in mother daughter relationships? Hmm. 
the biggest thing I think that I've seen, because, you know, I do speak with a lot of young girls and, 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 I, and understand that there's an issue with the mother and daughter. And the biggest thing that I've come across is, and, and that is mothers thinking that their daughters owe them something. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, when your daughter gets grown and she is on her, you know, journey, this journey called life, in whatever successes or failures that she may have, she doesn't owe you anything for being a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I also go back to Luke 12 and 53. You know, that talks about fathers being against sons, sons being against fathers, mothers being against daughters, daughters being against mother. And we're seeing more of that now than ever before. I mean, you know, you can just be in any setting at any given time and you can hear someone saying, I can't stand my mom. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, she is the biggest disappointment. And oh, to me, yeah. I think that words like that, it is just heart-wrenching for me to hear people using that those kind of negative words in, in uh, reference to their daughters. Mm-hmm. So, and I also think another thing is refusing to be wrong and apologize. As mm-hmm. parents, you know, Dominique has told me things that I've done wrong. And the one thing that I like about when my daughter tries to correct me, correct me, you do it in love and respect. And that's how mm-hmm. it's received. Yeah. So if, you know, if you're having, and, and she tries to parent me at this point, because <laughs> I've got, I'm over 50. So, however, she is thoughtful on purpose when it comes to me. So when you got daughters and mothers that don't want to be wrong, you know, won't allow you to be yourself, using negative words against you, mm-hmm. this is definitely going to be a strain in a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I think all of that was really true, Mom, for real. Um, and I like that you on here because then you come with the scriptures. It gives me a break. But I do still have <laughs> scriptures whenever I think about, you know, <laughs> what you were saying because the first thing that came to my mind was First Corinthians 16 and 14 where it says, let all that you do be done in love. Mm-hmm. And that is literally the model that I live by. And I think that a lot of children forget that parents need love too. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially with my clients, I feel like there is that sense of entitlement. Like because my parent did something wrong or they didn't do the best, they owe me. And I think I said this, y'all. I don't remember which podcast episode it was, but I know I said it. I remember it. So go back and listen to them. But I said, like, you got to let go of that mindset of, somebody owes me something mm-hmm. like nobody owes you anything and we don't exactly. owe anybody anything right and so even with my mom you know like she said y'all she she getting older so yes i am gonna tell her some stuff or i am gonna try to have that dynamic where i'm like now mama you know you don't need to be doing that or mom you know that you probably could have did that different but it's going to come in a respectful way. Mm-hmm. And even if it was an instance, like I know, cause I am in therapy now. And like one thing that I've done guys in therapy is a narrative therapy where I have to go through all of my childhood, you know, events, good and bad, and basically put them into retrospect of how has it made me the woman who I am today. And when you're doing narrative therapy, you also look at parent relationships, like how was the dynamic between your mother? How was the dynamic between your father? And even as I was going through with my therapist, you know, we we had honed in on one specific thing where I was like, yeah, I remember when that happened. And 
my mom did yada 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 and I just I wasn't mad about it but I feel like it could have been handled differently and I remember my therapist was like well you know would you ever be willing to talk to your mom about it I was like yeah I said because I don't see there being an issue with it and she said and that's because you're not doing it to make her feel bad you're doing it to help her understand you better Uh and when you go at it with that mindset of listen, I'm telling you this because I want you to understand this is why I am the way that I am. Mm-hmm. It, it, it comes off way easier than that accusatory, you're the reason why I'm doing this. You're the reason why I can't have a good relationship. You're the reason why da-da-da-da-da. And it just comes off real defensive. And if you come off defensive, then of course it's going to be received defensively. And so they're going to get defensive too and nothing gets done there. Yeah, and you got to understand that offense is a choice. Yeah. And when it comes to you, um, again, I may not even like some of the things that you want to share, mm-hmm. but the one thing I'm going to do is be open to listen and communicate about it. And again, there there is no handbook on how to be a good mother. It's not. Yeah. It, it is all trial and error. And I didn't get it all right. And I can look back and even think of things that I may have probably could have handled differently as you know parenting my children not just you all of you guys all of us yeah and 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 once you get older and you have more time to sit back and focus on on certain things you did you can say it'll be an aha moment like oh I really shouldn't have done that and I have even had conversations about things that I did to you guys growing up when I really thought I was the best parent ever but I realized well that was not probably the the best thing to do to do yeah but you know again the one thing we do we are open with each other because you I'm one thing you're going to be able to always say is I can go to my mom and tell her anything because mm-hmm. I at this point in my life there is no way that we are going to have any kind of altercation or feud about anything that I did or didn't do I mean mm-hmm. I will understand and respect what you're saying yeah and I think it's just if we're looking at it from a spiritual aspect too it's you know like God puts parents here to bring the child up and that's a like my mom said it's a blessing and it's also a responsibility but there is no perfect way to do it even I think about which is funny but I think about the story of Jesus whenever he was like y'all I don't remember I think he was he was he was still technically a kid a preteen he was going to the you know church and he had left the parents he had left you know his mama and she was like where were you he was like woman don't you know that I'm about my father's business and of course I saw this meme where they was like okay if she was black Jesus probably you know didn't get seen again until he was 30 because she slapped him until he <laughs> <laughs> like a few years later and I'm like yeah Jesus I don't think I would have told my mama you know at 12 13 hush I'm about my father's business like no nah, yeah. probably, probably wasn't going for that <laughs> and I wasn't even attempt to do that but and honestly I'm 25 and I probably still would tell him I'm like hush I'm about my- <laughs> she's probably gonna look at me like girl who and I'll be like oh god you know this yeah. is gonna be a whole altercation but it's not gonna be like a physical altercation but it's gonna be some button heads because it's like I'm your mama don't talk to me like that you exactly. know yes. and so there's a respect thing but even with that you know of course y'all we not Jesus and his his whole mandate on his life was much different but the thing is is that Proverbs 23 and 25 says may your father and mother rejoice may she who gave you birth be joyful parents should be joyful in the births of their children because children are gifts and so 
you have to understand that, like my mom said, there is no perfect way to raise kids. It's just a matter of reflection and learning from mistakes. Mm -hmm. And then as children, you know, looking at it as they were really trying the best that they can. That is one thing that I feel like I learned as an adult that really helped me. Nothing that my parents did, whether it was great or not great, bothers me now because it's like they really did the best they could. Exactly. They did what they could with what they had. And y'all, we have parents, our parents go through traumas and stuff. I have, as I've gotten older, I have learned things about my parents. And I was like, I had I known this when I was a teenager, I would have looked at their interact, I would have looked at everything they did in a different lens. But now mm-hmm. I'm an adult and I'm looking at it like, I understand why they're like that. Or I understand why they did that when I did this or when my brother did this. I understood. I understand all the reactions and all the little bits and pieces of it because again going back to what i said earlier i have a more human perspective of my mom and dad and not this oh they're just parents and parents are perfect parents are not Mm -hmm. perfect jesus did not make parents perfect i don't see nowhere in the bible where it says that it does say in the bible to honor your father and your mother because by doing this you will get long life that's in exodus that's correct Mm -hmm. and the whole point of that is we do cut our lives shorter, you guys, as we disrespect our parents. If your parent didn't get it right with you, I would encourage y'all to, for one, go to God and seek healing, you know, from that. Because he's the ultimate deliverer. You need to pray about that. And God has a way of showing you and revealing to you in these really special ways why parents are the way that they are. And, you know, God may even prompt you to go to therapy. Yay! And if you go to therapy... You're probably going to see even more because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to teach you how to see in a different lens. Absolutely. I I do agree. You know, there's a strain because of that entitlement mindset and then the whole refusing to be wrong. Now with parents, you know, I can't speak. I ain't a parent, but I can understand. I can. I can see where it would be hard to admit, okay, I did something wrong to a kid, you know, apologize. That's a pride thing. And pride is not good. No. And as parents, we are wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. I was wrong in some things earlier on in your life, and I'm I've been wrong in some things in your adult life. And if I we continue to live, I will probably be wrong in in you know the future. However, again, it's all about how you present to me what I'm doing. Doing, and mm-hmm. because you do it so gracefully and so thoughtfully, then I receive it better. Now, what you can't do is disrespect me because as you said Carla Walker probably gonna knock your block off so you know and I, I you know and I'm still you know I still tell you and your brothers that to this day please yeah. don't, don't test my gangster because my gangster <laughs> <laughs> because I know I probably oh, can't put man one of y'all at this point <laughs> but <laughs> You say you can't whoop none of well, no. no, I probably can't whoop now one of y'all at this point. But you know, I still yeah. like to talk that good game. So don't disrespect <sighs> me. Well, y'all, uh, let me just say this to the podcast listeners. This is a dynamic of all of us anyway, like both parent and mom. Like, you know, my mom and my dad, like they, 
we're all just we talk stuff I don't know it's our love language it's like a <laughs> hidden love language this is how we show love to one another and so it's not even offensive whenever you know she says all right I'm gonna knock you out like some in the group tech because we're just like okay that was mama you know being mama or that was daddy being dad you know I mean it is what it is and that's why I laugh <laughs> but, but at the same time it's like if she were to get really that mad yeah no nah, she probably could whoop us but I could just avoid it like I would leave or okay I pay the phone bill okay I'm gonna just hang up and <laughs> I'm gonna try again you can't say don't hang up this phone because no nah, I pay it so I'm hanging up and, and I'm gonna call you tomorrow we're gonna try again but no for real I do think that those are reasons why strains happen, you know, pride and pride. The, the Bible talks about pride, guys. You got to let pride go. Pride is not only damaging for your Christian walk with the Lord, but it's also it's also damaging, excuse me, for your mental health. Because if you're always stuck in pride and you're stuck in this entitlement mindset, then you don't know how to live life taking the punches and, and building resiliency. You just, you're yes. always thinking, I'm old this, I'm old this, I'm old this. And that's just not what God wants for none of us he don't want that for y'all so we're not going to focus on that so this goes to the last question which is what do you think helps a mother and daughter relate to each other better mom um making sure i guess that your expectations they're attainable like they're realistic Mm -hmm. maybe not um expecting too much out of your daughter um learning to forgive quickly mm-hmm. as I said before and the number one thing to me is working on communicating and listening to one another and set and respect boundaries mm-hmm. because you are a young lady now so I have to respect the any boundaries you know that, mm-hmm. that have been put in place and I listen again you are learning. You're teaching me things. I mean, here, here you are. I'm your mom, but I listen to a lot of things that you say and you do because I support all of your podcasts and stuff. And I'm learning things. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, okay, this is really good. You know, so um, I think in order to make those relationships better, you know, find things that you like with your mother that's, um, that y'all can share. Because, again, like you said, me, you don't really like the same shows, but there are some that we do like. And we call and we text each other when they're on because, mm-hmm. okay, mama, guess what? Did you see, you know, um, or we like to do movies together or, you know, so um, in order to keep that relationship, you know, uh, fresh and to keep it um, that that bond so strong, you know, don't 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 expect your daughter to be, you know, this unrealistic person or, you know, always be willing to to bend and, and sometimes do things that she doesn't like. But, if you know, I may not be interested in it, but if she wants to do it, I'll do it, you know, because I'm just valuing the time that I get to spend with you. So, you know, I value that. So even if I'm not interested in some of the stuff, I'm going to go just because my baby wants to do it and I get to spend time with her. Yeah, I agree with the relational thing as far as there was something you said about expectations. Yeah, you yeah. can't have expectations um, because I don't expect anything from my mama, y'all. Like she, like she said, she is over 50. I don't expect a whole bunch. If she can right. just wake up in the morning and talk, that's enough. <laughs> right, yeah. We'll, we'll take it from there. If I'm visiting, you know, we'll figure something out. She can't do everything, 
but for what we can do we make the best of it we really try our best to like make the most of time together and then I also agree with you know we have our differences but there are, we ain't complete opposites now there are some things we just love like seafood we love seafood and <laughs> I mean like we can get a king crab together we gonna, we gonna go and we gonna get some crab and you know we movies used to be like especially before COVID you, movies used to be our number one hangout together like we love going to the movies and had these cookies y'all called crispy critters yes (laughs) and i knew she was gonna say that because we love those cookies like we would just love we wouldn't even carry attention to the movie halftime because i was like i want the cookies i want the popcorn like yep that is just something that we bond on and also um i'll have to find the name of the journal that i got you ma for your um your birthday that just came up but the journal it's a journal guys that the mother and daughter complete and it's just different facts and different things about the mother and the daughter that you guys complete together it's a little journal it was made by a mother and a daughter and so when I saw it for my mom's birthday gift I was like this is perfect because this is a way because we don't live near each other it's a way for us to continue to learn about each other, but also build that relationship too. And also, you know, that's a keepsake for right. when my mom leaves. Even this podcast in itself, I don't know what podcast is going to be like in 2040, who knows, but hopefully I can save like this recording. And even when, you know, I'm older and my mom's time comes and, you know, she returns to heaven. I will have all of this stuff to look back on and listen to and read. And I will know I had a really good relationship with my mom. Yeah. I was able to love and cherish her. And she was able to love and cherish me while we were here together. And that, I think that those are the things that people forget. That's really important to your mental health. The Lord said it in Genesis. It is not good for man to be alone. It's Mm -hmm. really important to have fellowship and that's just not with people relationally. That's with family and especially parents because they are who made you. And God gave them the privilege to raise you. You have to choose. Yeah. You know? Do you want to make the best of the experience or the worst? Yeah. And let me jump in. The, the book that you got me is called Like Mother, Like Daughter, mm-hmm. a discovery journal for the two of us. And let me tell you guys, it is an amazing book. And I was, Dominique actually filled out her part before she even gave it to me. So I sat down um, after work. I would sit down in the evening and I would be filling it out. Y'all, I was reading that book. I found out she had a crush on some boy. I went <laughs> back and I tried to Facebook him and see who he was. And I said, oh, I'm learning all kinds of stuff. Wait a minute. It's a good book, y'all. Like, and I and that's why I did it because I was like, and I know my mama. She's gonna look for the name of this boy because yes. I think we still follow each other on Facebook anyway. He ain't cute no more. So, so it's like she, she's probably gonna be like, oh, that was your crush. Like in high school, he was much cuter. But yeah, like yes. it, it really is that way for us to get to learn. One it is another. really a good book for mothers yeah. and daughters. 
And it's not only, um, again, this will be something after I've passed on, you, you can take this journal and, you know, even share it with your daughter. Like me and my mm-hmm. mom was, we, th- th- we were so many, so alike in so many ways. And then it's hilarious. Like, look what my mom wrote or look what, you know, yeah. So, yeah, it is really, I thought that was probably one of the better gifts you have ever gotten me. Um, it is sitting on my nightstand at this, as we speak, because again, when I'm, finish for the night I'll sit down and I'll just go through and kind of take because it takes time to fill it out it's a pretty lengthy journal but it mm-hmm. is really I mean it is really something I think all mothers and daughters should have because I was thinking wow what a way to keep up with mm-hmm. you know the the you know what the dynamic and the dynamic of the mother and daughter relationship and what you all had in common because once people leave we tend to forget things yeah, but absolutely. when it's written down you you know it's no denying what's been journaled yeah so, yeah I, I thought that was one of probably the better gifts you've ever given me I really love it yeah I mean I I saw it guys in the bookstore and I was with my little sister actually when I saw it and I was like oh smoochie this is it this is what I gotta get her like I love journals. I love the bookstore. So I was going to probably pick up a journal anyway, whether I need it or not. But definitely that journal was like, this is what I need. This is something that's going to be beneficial even in years later when mm-hmm. I'm looking back on it. When, like I said, when my mom is gone, it won't even feel as hard because I'll have so many things to remember her by and to remember our relationship while she was here. And so I think that that's just a great thing. Like, I know when I had first wrote it before I presented it to her, you guys, I was at work and I was in my office and it was like the section where it's like, what do you want to say to your mom? It was like a letter, basically. And I was just, I started writing. I just started crying. Like I was crying. I was booing in my office and I was like, okay, I got to stop. <laughs> I said, I'm going to keep going in this meeting with my eyes red. But I think what happened is, you know, journaling is a really good mental health skill anyway, because it brings out what's inside and the stuff that it just like prayer, prayer and journaling can really be the same thing, especially if you do prayer journaling when you put the two together. But that's for another podcast episode. But like just the fact that I was writing my thoughts and feelings about my mom and like showing her this is why I love you. This is why I cherish you. I got emotional. I got very emotional. Now, when I was filling out the crush stuff, I was kind of laughing because I'm like, <laughs> she going to laugh at this or, yeah. you know, this is going to be funny. But even writing the things, I think it asked for like my wedding vision. And this is stuff that my mom really wants to know about me. And we just always don't have the time to sit on the phone and talk. Some of y'all do have that time with your parents. More, more power to you. I don't. Because sometimes <laughs> I'm tired <laughs> and she's tired and we're ready to go to sleep. And I work and it's like she works. It's like, man. Nah. And I visit when I can, but I can't always visit. But every time I visit, I never forget, okay, I'm going to pick up the journal and I'm going to write something new. So that way yeah. we continuously are filling it out. But yeah, guys. The whole point of the podcast episode today was to just, you know, kind of shine light on why parent-child relationships are important. Now, we're not men, so we can't speak to the son and father relationship, but we can definitely speak on the mother-daughter relationship. You know, this stuff, Absolutely. this stuff takes a toll on every area of your life, even your, you know, walk with God. God is love. He does not want us to have hate towards our parents, towards the people 
who gave us birth. He wants us to be in good fellowship with our parents and cherish them and honor them. That word is honor. That's a powerful word. And I think that's why I was chosen. You do have to honor your parents no matter what has happened. And then, of course, parents, you know, you have to be willing to love your child and find the joy in the relationship. Yeah, because it also speaks about us not being provoking. Provoking, yep. Exactly. So we we can't provoke our children. That's why I said we have to find um, ways, even if we want to correct our children as adults. You know, I I normally, if I've got to have a hard conversation, I'm going to normally pray about it first because I want to make sure my words, because they won't be received if they're not, if they are not given in the right context. So, mm-hmm. you know, even if I've got to have a hard conversation with you, okay, let, let me figure out, Lord, you show me how to present this to her. Because like I said, from the very beginning, the one thing as a mom you never want to do is you never want to break your daughter's spirit. Mm-mm. So to all women that are listening to this podcast, I leave you with this. Listen to me. Daughters are a blessing. You cherish them. I promise you, because if we live long enough, we have parented them, but if we live long enough, they are going to be responsible for taking care of us. Whether it's making sure someone else is doing it or what, whether it's physically doing it yourself. And no one wants their child to be doing it with resentment mm-hmm. because they didn't get along. Or And I do, I'm telling you, I don't like to hear parents say, I don't talk to my mom. Well, I don't talk to my daughter. I don't, that to me is, that is absurd. I don't understand it. So even when my daughter's podcast, whomever this may reach, I, I really urge you to, if you get a better relationship with the father, then you'll really be able to have a better relationship with the, with your, your mothers and your daughters. It is important. It is absolutely important. Yes. Love comes from within. You can't love others if you can't love yourself. Yes. You can't love yourself if you don't love God, because God is love. You really have to start the root. Love God, love yourself, love others. That's just how it works. Absolutely. Well, Mom, I thank you so much. You did an amazing job. You should do this more often. Not on my podcast, but you know, just in general. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. You did really good, though. Uh, we you. actually got the group messages actually like been ringing off the hook now. Yes, yeah. For y'all who don't know, audience, we have a group message. My dad and my mom, and then me and my twin, and like I guess the dad and son are talking. I'm like y'all hush because we recording and y'all disrupting us Absolutely. talking about what y'all doing. Like yeah. stop. <laughs> but I <laughs> well, love I you, do mom. thank you. Um, yeah, again, this has been a pleasure. Um, again, my prayer is that this would, you know, reach women and that it would not only reach them, that it would give them, if they don't have a good relationship, give them a new perspective on it. You know, we're not perfect, but Mm -hmm. we can always, like I said, I wasn't a perfect mom. You wasn't a perfect daughter, but we were perfect for each other. Each other, absolutely. Absolutely. So I just, my prayer is that this reaches other mothers and daughters and that they can, if they don't have a great relationship, we can we can start to build, on you know on build from now from here and moving forward because we can't change the past, but we can always 
you know, change create the future. our futures. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I agree, Mom. Well, I love you so much. Love you too, baby girl. Okay. And it's six o'clock, so I don't know what you're about to do, but I know what I'm about to do. I'm gonna like get on this couch and relax. So yeah. You be safe. Thank you. And I'll talk to you soon. All Thanks right. Again. Continue the great work. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> bye bye. Oh, you guys, that was so adorable. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff my mom was like saying during that podcast, you know, and I was just like, oh, I'm sitting over here, not tearing up, but just like, oh, my little heart, it's just warm. It's like the little emoji with the little hearts around it. Like, it's just, uh, you know, that warm feeling. I do love my parents, not just my mom, my dad too. I love all, I'm very family oriented and y'all already know that about me for those who know me personally. But yeah, I am just really glad that she was able to speak to you know mothers and I was able to speak to daughters who were listening don't worry fellas I will do a son father podcast one of these days I don't know if I'm gonna use my folks <laughs> but I'm gonna do something for you guys I'm not gonna leave you guys out I don't know how soon it's gonna happen but I will definitely cater to you guys too but yeah just the parent child dynamic in general guys it's important to the you know mental health and the spiritual health you got to love yourself to love others. You got to love God to love yourself. So please keep that in mind, folks. Okay, keep that in mind. But I'm just happy that my mom was able to join us. I hate that it was a little static or feedback, you know, on the mic. But hey, to each his own. We did the best we could. And I think we did good. <laughs> so you guys don't forget to leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on any other platform that has ratings, please remember to leave a high rating. I accept three and above, okay? I don't accept anything below. <laughs> so three and above, make sure you leave a review. Make sure that you're following my Wise Words website as well as the blog. And yeah, you guys, you know, let's just continue to thrive to be the best versions of ourselves. And that includes us learning God, loving God, but also learning to love others, including our parents, no matter how much they get on our nerves, y'all. We got to love them. We got to love them and we got to cultivate these healthy relationships. That's what the Lord wants. So till next time, y'all enjoy yourselves. Have a great week and peace.